are back on Brainchild, where potentials are unlocked in life and in our careers. And today, I want to do a solo episode just sharing the things I have been thinking about. As a college senior graduating from Cornell next month, I have been spending the last few months on a quest to find answers on who I was and what I was going to do with my life. And I thought these are questions that were due for myself to answer before I graduated. And I was initially overwhelmed with the gush of emotions. And during the process, I realized a few things that gave me some clarity and peace within myself that I want to share with you today. So whether you have an exciting job opportunity waiting for you after college, if that's the case, congratulations, you've earned it. Or if you're weighing, considering different options and perhaps a little lost like I am, you are certainly not alone. I am equally as clueless. But also, let's get excited for what's about to come. We have a blank slate with so much potential and youth, and this is really the time to go for what we want and take big risks. So this episode goes out to all of my fellow graduating seniors. Hey guys! I have been away for a lot longer than I wanted to. So if you've noticed, Brainchild has had a couple weeks of break and it's because I have been going through an interesting time. So for those who don't know, again, I am a senior at Cornell University and I'm graduating in a month, uh, six weeks to be exact. And like many of you guys who are seniors, I've been taking six classes trying to meet my graduation requirements and also recruiting for full-time positions, which includes applying for jobs, preparing for interviews, doing the interviews, all of the above. And back in February, when I launched this podcast, I sort of had this timeline in my head that through March and April, I'd be interviewing with companies and maybe by the end of April, I would have a decision about where I would be after college. I also assumed by the end of April that I would be able to announce my plans here and also on LinkedIn, uh, even perhaps sharing how I successfully aced an interview and landed a job. And I think this was mostly because I felt that I had to prove my achievements in a quantifiable way first to be able to start sharing my stories and have direct conversations with you. I thought holding the title of an incoming so-and-so associate uh, or manager at this company was the way to get someone's attention, but that wasn't necessarily true. I realized that the reason why I started this podcast in the first place was because I wanted to share stories about myself and also other people who are in the process of creating their art, whatever that may be. And the people that that are in the midst of creating and celebrating their successes and failures instead of only highlighting the best moments of someone's life. Now, the reason I'm having this conversation with you is because I think it's so worth documenting this time that I've had for the past few months, which hasn't been the best time in my life. 
but I know for a certain that there are so many other students going through the exact same thing, and I know it's been a trying time for all of us, really. So, although I don't have a title in my career yet, I realized a few things during this process that truly shifted my mentality and helped me believe in myself more. So, I want to share them with you. So, the first thing I realized was that. Being a multi passionate person is okay. <laughs> so, as people say, soul searching is a task of a lifetime, it certainly is a concentrated theme in your 20s. I feel like I've been a serious soul searcher for years, ever since I was a junior in high school and I was starting to think about colleges and which major I was going to apply in. And I'm honestly tr still trying to figure things out and have absolutely no idea what's going to happen to me in three months. But I did learn some things about myself along the way. So I've learned that I am a multi passionate person, which means I have. A lot of different interests and a love for things, and that's okay. I first joined college as a psychology major because I didn't really have a lot of interest in my classes in high school, but I absolutely loved my psychology class, the AP psych class that I was in. I also thought that I may want to do the pre med track and become a neurologist or a psychiatrist. But quickly, within like one or two months of being a freshman in college, I realized that that really wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I looked over to my friends in the communication school right next door who were taking some film classes. And that seemed so interesting to me. And so I decided to take on an intro to film class just as a hobby and realized that. Although I loved being a part of my film club in high school, just running around making films with, with my friends, like these folks in the, in the college course, they have been making films like seriously for years. And I just honestly loved watching films as an audience. I didn't really enjoy the process of making films. I realized that, you know, film may not be film production, to be exact, was not going to be my passion anymore, that I wasn't going to become a movie director. So then I proceeded then my sophomore year to look over into the business school because like these folks were wearing suits and they always seemed busy going off somewhere important. They had charisma that I admired from the distance. So I told myself, why not try out an intro to business class? You know, I could take it up as a major or a minor. So we'll see. And when I took that class, this was back in Boston University, I absolutely loved that class. I loved my major at the time, psychology as well, but I loved really the practicality of the business case studies that we did. I loved how challenging the presentations were. I was not a natural public speaker and I was absolutely terrified of the group presentations that we had to do, but I knew that I was learning and I was growing. I was becoming the person that I wanted to be, which was an eloquent person. <laughs> and so when that class, Intro to Business, Society and Ethics, that was the name of the class, that class gave me this 
big rush, and I could have switched over to become a business major then and there. But I actually came back home for winter break, and I thought, you know what? I want to get hands-on business experience. I don't want to go back to the classroom and just learn and just let the four years pass through my hands without me knowing exactly what I want to get out of college. I wanted to go out there in the world, experience real businesses, and and be more intentional about what college was going to provide for me. And so I sat down with my parents and I I told them, you know, I'm gonna I want to take time off from college. I want to start working somewhere. And I didn't even have concrete plans at the time. And thankfully, my parents are very supportive people. So they said, okay, whatever you feel is best for you. And at the time, I only signed up for a semester off. And then I came back home, which was here in Korea. And I didn't have a job lined up or anything. But I saw an opening for a company called One Million Dance Studio. And I have been familiar with this company because I loved dancing ever since I was little and I in high school wanted to learn dance more professionally so I visited this studio as a student first and at the time the company had just opened so I was able to become acquainted with the manager who is now the CEO of the company. This was my first ever interview for a job. I've never had a paid job ever in my life before. I never worked in high school or before college. I practiced with my dad doing these interviews for the first time, walked in, um, really clicked with the, the CEO and the other director who was in the room. And yeah, quickly I got the position and I was actually made a project manager. And I'm going to get into what I did here in another episode because it's a long story. But basically, I ended up working for this company for almost a year, a little shy of a year. And so this company is a dance entertainment media company. And it was just absolutely the best experience. I was one of the few person at the company at the time who could speak English. So despite me having had no experience, I was able to travel overseas and really work like an entrepreneur. I got to come up with project ideas and be able to execute them. It was such an exciting experience and I'm still really grateful for the opportunity. And one thing I picked up while working at the company that I never realized that I would was when I was traveling overseas, I was traveling to other countries in Asia like Thailand or Taiwan or even the States. And I would kind of plan and coordinate uh, overseas workshops. So we had choreographers at the company and they were kind of the talent of the company. So we would host their choreography lessons for people, for our subscribers at each of these locations. We would also travel to conventions like KCON in New York. And I started to think more about the 
customer experience and customer interaction because while these people were waiting months and weeks to meet with the choreographers who are like celebrities, I was the one who they were talking directly with when it came to booking the reservations and, you know, Q&A about the events. Um, I was kind of like their customer support person. And so I realized that my job was very important because the experience they have with the interaction with me also determined the experience with our company as a whole. Like I was kind of the face of One Million that kind of shaped the reputation for each of the customer that we provided service to and so that's when the service aspect of businesses really came into my mind and weirdly that's how I was determined to study more of hospitality and service so I applied to the hotel school which is the best school for hospitality so the hotel school at Cornell University I applied to and I was accepted. So after a year and a half of taking a leave of absence and working, I (laughs) then transferred. So the new chapter began there. Um, You've heard me talk a lot with my other friends who transferred in with me and we have had such great experiences. So the point is that my trait as a multi-passionate person really challenged me along the way. I didn't want to settle for the environment I was in. I was willing to reassess my situation every now and then and really change my environment if I felt that I wasn't being challenged or I needed a new source of inspiration. So I pulled myself out of college. I worked for a year. I then transferred to another school and here I am. Here I am as a senior graduating from Cornell and although it may seem like I was skipping from one passion to another from psychology to media to hospitality and then I'm trying to figure out (laughs) what my next move is. It's also opened up so many cool opportunities I never thought were possible. Like I never planned to work at One Million before I started working there. I never planned to study hotel administration at Cornell before I was inspired to to transfer. And so me being multi-passionate is something I don't want to let go. I'm going to have to figure out how to satisfy those passions, you know, sustain some of them as hobbies, integrate them into a career that is satisfying to me. But I know a lot of people are also multi-passionate like I am and I I don't want them to be discouraged by it. I think especially when you're young, having had multiple experiences may seem challenging to synthesize as a career, but you know, it'll open up new doors um, in places that you least expected. (laughs) So yeah, that's one thing. And I also learned that I'm somebody who who can't do something I'm not interested in. Coming to college, like, I really have become very focused in my studies. Even now, like, I've tried to like some of the classes, like finance and accounting. I've liked to, I tried to like the classes so much, but still didn't do amazing. Whereas other classes that I'm really passionate about, I've loved strategy classes. Um, I've loved media related classes even from the hotel school 
And so I think this also is helpful because now that I know that I can't do something I don't like, which, by the way, like I know folks who who are fine doing investment banking and finance. Some people are really passionate about those jobs and they're doing it, but others love the financial stability that the job offers and they're able to find satisfaction in other aspects of their life. For me, I'm someone who has to find satisfaction in the job that I'm doing. So that really helped me narrow down. Uh, When it came to job search too, I had very clear list of companies that I wanted to work with. I had very clear positions that I was interested in. And I know it's people tell me to cast a wide net. And so I've been doing more of that. But I also didn't want to just cast too wide of a net and start applying for any jobs and then to realize when it was time for interviewing with them that I actually wasn't passionate about the role and I didn't really want to become a part of it. Like what good comes out of it? So yeah, those are the two things. This is a weird experience because (laughs) I never planned any part of this episode. Usually I have a set of questions that I want to ask the other person and I let the other person do more of the talking. But I understand why people say there is power in sharing your story. And I think ultimately what I want to say is to graduating seniors who are just like me, I don't have a clear plan of what I'm going to do the next few few years or few months, but I have trust in myself that I'm going to figure it out because life has a way of working itself out and... I also trust that if you keep an open heart and open mind and you've been working hard to get to where you are today, opportunity will come find you or you find the opportunity, whichever way it works. (laughs) But we're all going to make it out just fine. If you are going through a similar time and you want to talk about it, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Amore Patty is my handle. I would love to converse with you or just listen to you. So thank you so much for listening. This has been a very special episode and I hope to do more of these solo episodes. Okay, I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.